You're listening to the Driven by Design podcast. I'm Mark Bergen, the founder of Driven by Design. Today we're going to do a studio profile on an astounding Sydney-based agency called Toast. And joining me is Nick Summit, the CEO. Nick. Good morning. How are you? Very good. Now, Nick, the reason we're having a conversation is that you guys have absolutely swamped the Sydney Design Awards this year with awarded projects. And it's not that often that we go see people who go take out the best uh, best studio award with as many awarded projects as you've got. We see lots of people who have a huge range of entries, but the, the quality of the work that you've had this year has been astounding. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. It's been... Um for the team, it's been, you know, to get awarded with, you know, six silver, six gold awards, which was a shiny dozen, as we called it in, a, in one of our blogs. It was, um, it was just uh, honourable. And, you know, as for, you know, the projects and actually getting credit um, in many ways for the team's performance and what they did on the project, it was really, you know, uh, you know astounding for us to, to receive that from you guys. So... In particular, there's one of the projects which was yep. for, uh, for a client of yours, which is Sekasui House. Yep. And the, this project fascinates me because it's a property development project. It's a 10-stage master plan that is likely to go in effectively a generation. You know, mm. this will be somewhere between 15 and 20 years that we see yep. this roll out. Yep. And in that time, I think you've had one of your staff members or team members here has had a baby since the project started. Yeah. And my perspective is that that child might be moving in mm. to a brand new build apartment around about the time they're 18. Yep. And you go, that, that bends your mind. And you've done the brand, which is meant to go and last a generation. It's meant to go and carry this project all the way through those different stages yep. to set up the imagination for people today, but also have some resilience in the market. That's a very different relationship than somebody coming in and just saying, here's a, here's a brief, we probably won't see you in 18 months' time because we'll be doing something else. Must, must have put some different operational needs into the agency as well. Yeah, it did. I'm dealing with master plan community projects and, and a client like Sekasui House, it's, there was a lot of team collaboration up front. Um, we worked with them for, for 12 months, going through a lot of workshops, a lot of strategy, um, and a lot of kind of deep diving into the site and the history of the site. And in the brand first approach on a, on a community project like that with multiple stages, uh, multiple releases for different target market kind of groups, uh, it's so important to get the brand right. Um, and that's what we're experiencing a lot more as an agency, really <coughs> looking at those community projects more. Uh, the branding and, and even with the market shift, um, it's, it's making the, 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 the language and the communication to sell the apartments needs to be from the core and have a real kind of uh, why factor is why? Why would you buy there? Now, when I look down and look at the awarded projects that you've got, there's service yep. design, there's identity design, digital, print, marketing mm -hmm. that's in there. But then there's one outlier, which is actually your office picked up an interior design award for uh, for, for Muse. Yep. So, listeners, the um, uh, the team at Taste decided that they'd not only go and actually make a great office for themselves, but there's also a co-working space, a co-location space that they've got called Muse. It's, it actually is a, is a beautiful space for them, but they've also then been able to surround themselves with some people who are allied, and there's even some outlier people that you know, may not immediately fit into you that are, that are in the space here. Yep. Tell me a little bit about the building. Yep. 
So we've involved probably about three and a half years now and we took the leases on with, with the building. So we kind of started with two floors and so the opportunity to take the other three and, uh, and make it a, a, a co-working space. So um, my, business, uh, my business partner Abraham kind of came on board and we elevated the project. Uh, we're lucky to work with um, Caroline and Vince from Acme and Co to do all the interiors, which was in, you know, an inspiring journey to, you know, um, especially with the history of the building and, and it had such a, such a, a great kind of core uh, to work with. And so, it's also got great timber floors. Yeah, it does. I think you can actually hear I, I think, uh, listeners, <laughs> we're, we, we're hearing, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here in the boardroom and there's obviously somebody with some really decent heels on walking the floor above us. But that's part of the patina, that's part of the, uh, part of the beauty of the building is yeah. that it's actually got the oldness to it yeah. in a really fresh workspace. Yeah. And, uh, and what, uh, here we go, we've got uh, the staff member with the heels walking down the stairs, helping <laughs> us out with a podcast. And uh, there's this really embarrassed look on her face, but that's the reality of people walking around places, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. And that's my sister too. So. Oh, it's your sister. Oh, well, it is, actually, yeah. it's before we go then, we'll make sure the photo that we get today is both our guest appearance by your sister <laughs> and yourself is the photo. So we've got a building that you've gone and that you've taken yeah. some old bones. You've made it very fresh. Mm-hmm. Strategically, you've got some people that are in the building that also will give leverage to the uh, to the agency. Definitely, yeah. And there's also expansion room here, hosting capacity for some events. I, I've been really impressed with that longitudinal perspective that you've got. But if you're working with clients who have 15 and 20 year projects, this isn't a pump and dump shop. You're actually thinking about the long haul here. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And that was kind of the you know the, the strategy on doing Muse is to you know, build a community of, of different creatives and, and, and people that can work together. Um, and that's what co-working's about. It's, it's you know, not just, you know, working on your own floor, having your own desk and not talking or communicate. It's about working with the people in the building. And that's the biggest value. I mean, we've got, you know, great PR agency in here. We've got media companies in here. We've got creative directors, visual designers. There's, there's a lot of different people uh, in that creative space, which we have, you know, we're starting to, you know, it took a bit of time for it, the community to gel and people start using each other in different services. But it's happening now, which is great. And so what, what I also like there is that you've done what your clients, like Sekisui House, have to do, which yeah. is you've got a property development and then you need to get the population in. There's yeah. that master plan. You have to make sure the place that you've made is just right. Yeah. So that's going to help you as you're working with these property portfolio clients as well. Yeah, definitely. So service design, you've picked up a couple of awards for it. Yep. Tell me a little bit of... How do you actually go from being a agency branding design people into and then beginning to get into service design? When did when did the idea of service design begin to appear in the work that you're doing? And tell us a bit about the practice that you've got here for that. Yep. <clears throat> so um, we did a, we've done a quite a few projects now for the government. We were lucky last year to win the, uh, the gold for Jura, which was a project we were brought into for my brand first approach, and then. So listeners, that's the Government Design Awards that Nick's referring to there. Yep. And uh, the project in Europe that uh, picked up, sorry to interrupt you, but yep. just some people may not know uh, what you meant by the Gold Award. Yep. Um, and this year we were kind of extended on that and through client relationships. Uh, we, were, we managed to, um, to win case law this year, which was, which was another gold. So us going into the service kind of design, which, which was probably from a brand first approach. 
um, and looking at, you know, we had a, quite a few uh, UX designers in-house. Um, and, you know, brand it kind of stems from strategy to, um, you know, to interiors, to service, to experience. So, I mean, it was kind of us looking at from more of a strategic approach how to, to um, you know, change the government sector of, of Jura and, and then user experience, looking at all the rules and, and, and style guides that they had. So it did kind of stem from a, a strategic level up front and then pushed into um, user experience. Yeah, and I suppose for, for people who start to go and, and deal with digital media, yep. you get a fidelity of feedback that you don't get out of traditional marketing. Mm. And so you can see what's being used and what isn't being used. Yep. You can also see that the path that somebody takes isn't the path that everyone imagined. Yep. It's actually a different path. So, so you wind up as a, when a studio starts to pick up a digital aspect and they begin to go use the analytics and then they begin to go get into the user experience. Yep. Before you know it, you've got a, a service design practice there. So, mm. so that's great to see that. And it's, I, I'm, I'm interested with the, the difference between the proposition side, mm -hmm. which is the identity, the, the branding, yep. and then the experience side that you've got. And, and I'll often talk about the satisfaction equation, which mm -hmm. is if expectation and experience are set in the right order, yep. you go get satisfaction. If they're set in the wrong order, you get disappointment. Mm. So the fact that you've actually got both of those halves of the equation working in the same agency to me yeah. makes a, a very interesting proposition for clients. Yeah, definitely. And I, th I think working with, with Julian from, from the government, Julian Hoxon, um, he's, you, he's had an internal UX team as well, so our guys work with them. And it was that kind of you know, approach to a group, a lot of workshops, a lot of like kind of uh, understanding, and that research they did up front as well that gave us a big kind of overhaul of... Uh, you know, understanding which we took on it helped. It helped dramatically for us to actually get that right. And and so that's where I find that there's a, an interesting change is that when when we go back to old models, yep. it used to be that agencies did everything for a relatively unequipped client. Yeah. But that's been you know that's 20 years ago mm. that we began to see people teaming up internally. And that role of actually being able to be the expert who can help accelerate or yep. bring in new skills can mm. actually get a project from idea along with the longitudinal team that are supporting a, a product or a service yep. and then build upon that, do some transfer of knowledge. That's, that's a very contemporary model that we've got, which might be a bit different than the property developers who have less team, but government departments will have a lot more team. Yep. So you've probably got a couple of different modes that you're working with those clients. Yep. Yeah, we do. Um, it is quite a different approach when you look at a, um, a property project over, you know, so for instance, the project we did for Case Law. Um, you know, so you go through the same stages, but it's, it's done in a different way. Um, I think with the, you know, depending on, on the, you know, there's always a user experience element, whether it's interiors or a digital approach. Um, and but you know, looking at say for instance the the project for the orchards, um, it was a longer journey. You know, we were working on that project for probably twelve months in strategy and research and, and understanding. Um, and with Jura, we did it in like four months. And that was because the team um, they were working for twelve months prior to approaching us. I'm traveling around Australia doing kind of deep user experience in different target market groups, rural areas, um, just understanding how people. You know, it was a huge change from going from paper to digital. Um, and to do that, it needs a huge understanding of how people will 
um, approach it, you know, whether they're getting a letter, an SMS instead of a letter. So, so if we went and looked at the at the uh, at your customer's journey, yep. sounds like the Sekisui house team got you in at at, at the real foundation yep. of uh, here's, here's a project that hasn't begun to form. Mm-hmm. Come in and be part of that formation. Yep. And whereas the government has actually been doing that ideation formation, working out what what they should be exploring, so and that they were a long way down the track before they got to you. Yep. So that it's not so much that there's actually anything good or bad with either of those executions, it's more knowing that you're fitting into a team which is a clean sheet of paper or beginning to actually understand the research and the foundings that, or findings that they have yep. and then working on that. So, so again, those different modes of where do you enter, enter the projects, yep. which is, I, know, I, I come across some people that uh, they get a bit precious and so I only go in at the foundation. Mm, so, so is it an interesting degree of flexibility for you to come into those projects? I think, I think there's pros and cons on, on each way, depending on the foundation. Um, you know, and some clients, you know, they, depending on how raw it is or whether it's more of just a, a clean UX understanding or whether it's kind of pushing, some people come to us with, you know, this is what they want to do. And normally on that type of approach, it's sometimes it's hard for an agency to take on something that's already been kind of ingrained with the client. What if it's not the right way? You know, and you haven't come up with it together. They're saying this is what we want to do. Mm-hmm. So and I think in that, in that approach, we've had clients that come to us in the past which, um, you know, have done a lot of that up front. Um, and you don't get that uh, kind of relationship building because when you kind of come up with a solution together, you're building a bond, you're building a relationship with the client. So that allows, you know, obviously trust and respect and, and then that journey flows a lot better. So, I mean, from our experience, um, you know, the, the coming in at the beginning together and finding out how to do it is the best way to do it. And Nick, I've, I've noticed that over the last uh, couple of weeks that I've seen you out speaking in various industry events yep. around, there's also some thought leadership that you're trying to go push into the market, which are beyond the projects that we yep. see. How would you summarise where you think that there's either some unmet needs or some direction changes that are happening in the market? Yep. Um, we've done, you know, we've pushed in the past two years and working with Agda and, and, and a few of the um, kind of larger kind of um, uh, networking community community groups, which is great for, for us as, as an agency to be invited firstly, um, and secondly to you know have the ability to you know um, give out what we've learnt, you know. And as you know myself and Emil, my business partner, we've um, you know you go through a lot of journey and you get caught into you know the day to day of running an agency, and it's it's good. And you know where we're at now, we're building a team and a, and a team that can take some of that detail off us and that running of the agency. So it allows us to, you know, um, to approach it, you know, obviously looking down on the business and also looking at um, and being more of a mentor type approach to our staff and also to the design community. So then I suppose part of that also sharing the knowledge is also sharing uh, the, the vision, the yep. behaviours, the attitude, yep. because you've got the same problem as most people, you need to find talent come work with you. Yeah, of course. And uh, the days of actually placing a job ad and somebody coming in through the job ad process is yep. pretty low. Yep. You probably need to actually have some awareness from them to start off with, understand the talents that they've got. Yep. And they also, they need to know a bit about you, mm. a bit more than just your brand and with a website. So, yeah. so that's a very, really useful process. Mm. I think as we... 
We've done a couple of events now where we've opened up the doors to the design community. Um, you know, we did a, a rooftop event which we allowed all the designers to come in and see our home and see what we've done. And I think with doing news, it's, it's obviously with different event spaces, it's allowed us to, to do, you know, different things. You know, we did Sydney Design, which was, was great. We had three speakers speak for Sydney Design this year. Um, you know, we're doing a lot more events, uh, you know, through Muse with Toast, uh, which allows us to, you know, kind of get our voice out in the community and, and also learn about what else is happening out there as well. Fantastic. Nick, it's been really good having a conversation. Again, congratulations on, on picking up the, the best studio. This is, you can hear obviously that it's a live space here. Actually, on cue, we've got the heels happening above. Yeah. What's intriguing is it's not annoying. It actually gives a feeling of, of the office space, which is really nice. So thanks for orchestrating the heels. That's been very useful to us. Again, to the team, uh, we appreciate that. And no doubt uh, you're open if people are actually trying to go find their next role to go have a bit of a conversation with them. Interesting agency, going places. Highly recommend you make sure you get to know Nick. Listeners, as I always say, be driven by design. And Nick, thanks for your time. Thank you, Mike.